And we are live right off of a tremendous Thanksgiving holiday where we had not one, but two draft casts. And we're going to be interested to see who won. Was it me? Was it Jason? Was it Dave? Was it the audience? I think the audience had a pretty good showing. It sounds like maybe they might have squeaked it out. But again, this is Wendell Sports. Make sure you're hitting that like, uh, like button. Make sure you're hitting the subscribe button. Get in the comments. Get the windailysports.com where we're offering different promos every single week. Right now, we still still have the $5 a week Cyber Monday special going. So you want to make sure you get on there. It's all over there. It'll be in the comment section as well. Make sure you click on it. Make sure you get subscribed up because I'm telling you, man, look at three guys right here that are hitting props on a normal basis, right? I'm not talking about, listen, we're not going to sit here and say thousands of dollars or anything like that, but consistent, right? That's why it's called Win Daily. Daily consistent, right? Jason is dropping ladders in Discord every single day. I'm dropping parlays. Dave's dropping picks and survivors. We got it all for you. But, Jay, let me ask you this. You know, right off the bat, Thanksgiving, double slate, were you able to get football in with all the family? You had some family over, too, so it was a little crazy, right? Yeah, not, not as much, you know, watching football, but definitely made my time when everybody was put to sleep to get my props and get my bets in. Uh, get my lineups in, cash on Sunday. Had some a couple lineups like in contention on Thanksgiving, but nothing major on Thanksgiving. But the props have been they've been really great, man. I'm not gonna lie. It's been thousand, it hasn't been dollars. We've been, you know, I've been putting the work in and it, and brutal honesty, it's starting to feel like knock on wood, this run can end at any time, but it's starting to feel like the early days of DFS, where the early days of DFS of going back 10, 12 years. There was an edge, you put the work in, you had a process, and you were able to win a lot more than you're losing. Um, I don't feel that way every day with DFS. DFS is more challenging now than ever. You're hoping for one good day in every 30 to 60 days to make up for, you know, everybody entering 150 lineups. But now you're going toe-to-toe with the book. And if you're doing your research, you're able to have some good days. You know, if you're in our Discord or you're on the website, I'm posting the picks on the website. A lot of these alt lines, I'm posting them in Discord, um, so make sure you head over there. Today, I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but we're hitting plus 900 straight-up plays. Um, they're not a five-team parlay. It's not a 10-team parlay. We've been hitting them every night. NFL and NBA, I'm on top of it every morning. I'm eager and excited to look at the lines, um, research them, study them inside and out. I got some props ready for Sunday. Nothing I'm in love with. Uh, for tomorrow, as of yet, you know, I might take a shot on Gallup or Brandon Cooks, um, but didn't pull the trigger yet. But I do have some plays for Sunday's NFL. We'll be talking about that in a second. But if you like money and you like learning, you know, we're in that Discord daily and you can kind of see what I'm going about. I'm using our player prop model, I'm checking out our projections. I do my own research daily and then I shop these lines and make sure that if I'm taking a chance on what we're talking about which is the latter bet. You know, we were today was D'Angelo Russell. You know, I played him all the way up to 20 points. His regular line was 13 or 14 or 15. We played up a little bit heavier, a little bit heavier. But I'm shopping to get these aggressive lines where you're getting a plus 900. So if you're right on something, you know, you don't have to just sit back at the half and say, oh, I was right. I doubled my money. I'm going to sleep. Now you have something to play for in third and fourth quarter. He really shoots over. You know, now you have a plus $400 bet, a plus 900 bet. And you cash all of them all the way through. So today was a day where I didn't even bet it that hard. I, I made a couple thousand dollars. So it's there. It's available for you. And, and I'll work with everybody to make sure they're getting the right pieces of these parlays. We hit it with Jordan Addison. 
you know, on Monday. We hit it with Rasheed Rice on Sunday. That's Sunday, Monday. Today is Wednesday. I don't know what we – oh, we hit Brandon Miller yesterday, you know, and Mark Williams yesterday. Mark so Williams. Yeah, those are four ladders in a row in four consecutive days. And what's crazy to me, Tony, to be brutally honest, like I don't even see everybody betting it. They're like, oh, where is it? Dude, it was consecutive days very clearly – and maybe the run will, will end, but like at the end of the day, like these are risks that are I'm betting myself. I'm putting my hard money on there. I'm doing a lot of research on there. Trail if you want, but like don't say like at 9 30, where what like what what happened? It was it was there all day since 10 o'clock in the morning, you know. So just trail these bets. Um, and it's been really good. And Ed Trolls was not good. I, I was in the movie theater with a five-year-old, um, you know, at a birthday party in between, but I was glad to come out and see what D'Lo did because that that paid that's the bankroll for the week right there, man. Like seriously, like you got recovered for the week. I know Julian hit it. I know a bunch of people in Discord hit it. So let's keep riding it out. And uh, I got some for NFL that I'm excited about, but I can't win this draft cast. It looks like so I should just like retire from the draft cast. I'm a massive fail. Don't play my lineup ever in the draft cast. It's dead um, because again, you know I, I did lose and, and Dave. You can tell me how badly I lost. I don't know what happened, but I cast my lineup on Sunday. Um, but obviously, the draft cast lineup probably didn't do that well. You didn't break ninety. That's impressive. That's, that's was, really impressive. You got to you got to like work really hard not yeah. to break ninety. I don't I don't remember my players. Name my team. How how can they not break ninety? Because my lineup, I, I have it right here. It definitely broke like one fifty, one sixty this weekend. Minshew, Saquon, Connor. Tank Dell, oh, Saquon Connor, complete, complete yep. dead. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tank Dell, AJ Brown, Deontay McBride. Yeah, AJ Brown, he's Philly guys. I can't, can't be well, drafted. Here's Philly the problem. Guys. You're picking the second guy each time. Like I had Nico. Um, everybody was all tank dilled up last week. Uh, Nico came through, and then the audience had Devontae, who had a bigger week too. So, but the double tight end is just not working for you. It's just not working. Nah, definitely didn't work. Yeah, that you got. I think you might have to retire, Michael Mayer. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps hitting his props. He hits his props what? every week at like 17, 20 yeah, yards. 27. His prop is 17 and a half, bud. Oh, it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't have to be pretty as long as he hits the prop. I'm good. It just, like the, just like the Eagles. They, they don't have to win pretty. They just have to win, right? Stop. All right. You, I wasn't even going to go there. But when you're you wearing an Eagles jersey. You're putting it right in my face. You're obviously going there. I know. But you, you beat Dallas. You beat Kansas City. You beat Buffalo. All games we should lose, right? And we win. Yeah, it's it's not good enough if it's not pretty. It, is 37-34 not pretty? You like, know what's pretty? I'll tell you what's pretty. What was pretty was you live streaming from the game ecstatic. That's pretty. That, that was, was not pretty. You being there for that win was definitely something that you and whoever you were with definitely remember because that you should have won mess. that game straight up. It was a mess there. We looked at each other. Why are we going? But it turned into one of the best games ever. But uh, truth be told, I know Tony has a rant coming up. I got a quick one for you guys. As we get later into the NFL season here, and I know, Jason, you'll have some props you want to talk about. Uh, one thing, you know, kind of like the PGA DraftCast does when they analyze courses, we now need to start to factor in weather. So I just want to, you know, give an early preview of what we're what's going on here. And some of the Northeastern games are going to be cold. It was cold here this week. But the Chargers traveling to the Patriots – Got a 35% chance of snow going up there um, okay. and 10 to 12 mile an hour winds. Already an ugly game. Probably one I'm in full fade mode. Another one we'll have to keep on is New York. The Jets are going to have um, also rain in the forecast. 
another full fade anyway with the over under, but Falcons Jets looks like a, a bad weather scenario coming up. Um, and then even Cardinal Steelers, this one's showing a lot of rain too, and that's a lower total. So you're going to want to really pay attention to anything in up northeastern quadrant this weekend down in Miami. I mean, down in Washington, there's some rain, but I still don't. It's going to be warm enough that they'll be okay with that Dolphins game. And I, here in Philly with some rain again, I think that might actually help raise the score again like it did against Buffalo. So some things to look about, but the coldest game of the weekend is going to be in Green Bay. Now, that's a Sunday night game. It's not on our slate, but something to take an eye on. going to be chilled down to zero. Chiefs Dude. are a bad offense. Watch out for that game. So got to look at weather this week, especially with your – uh, full season fantasy leads. I want one more tip from you. Probably the first time I've ever seen it. I don't know if it's ever been done before, but this Iowa Michigan game under the first half line tone. I don't know if you saw me post this. The first half line for Iowa is 0.5 over under for the team. The second under. half line for Iowa is 0.5 the team. They're basically saying you can bet for even money. Will they score one point in each half? Now, Dave, will they? No. I, I mean, all right, let me take Either that they back. get shut out, they get shut out the entire game. Go find that's what the line's saying. The line's saying there's, there's an equal probability that they're going to get shut out both halves. Yeah, they'll find three somewhere just because they're going to play for three and not to be shut out because they're getting made fun of. But I think the total's right around – I want to remember if it's around 30 and Michigan's team total's like – 30. So it, it's going to be ugly. Their, their team total is legit a half for each half. It's it's, I know. it's bonkers to me. I would go under first half. Um, yeah, Navon, I agree. It was 24 and a half. Uh, the last game Iowa played 24 and a half against Nebraska it was 10 10 with 30 seconds left. Nebraska throws a pick. Iowa kicks a field goal 13 10, 23 points. Somehow they went under think, 24 and a half. I do think that Jets Falcons game could be the same story. Like it's 10 point score maximum. Yes. Yep. Because yeah, like where the ego where the Jets strength is is they're gonna stop Bijan and they have like nobody electric throwing the ball. Their secondary is gonna stop the ball too. Like I think the team that scores 10 wins that game. I agree. And I think even in good weather, I probably fade that game. Um hundred percent. I I'll just before I go over Tony's rant, which I think is a good one, someone similar um to what Tony's gonna go is we're watching just a just complete disintegration of the Jets quarterback. And I wrote it on Twitter. I can't believe Joe Douglas even has a job to today. Um, you had so many options out there, and you're rolling out this guy, Boyle, who couldn't even play in high school, let alone college. Um, and now he's here in the NFL for his third straight start. That's how bad Zach Wilson is. But you're absolutely – you're blowing up your own season in front of 52 other players that want to play hard. Uh, it, it's just a disgrace what they're doing up there. And then they're praying Aaron Rodgers now can practice and run. Come on, stop. They're four. Told, told you he's going to play, bro. Well, I, play, I agree. That's crazy. I agree. If they lose the next because he really shouldn't good. play. If they lose the next three weeks, he shouldn't play. Here, here, here's – let me ask you this, though. And, and Dave, I, I understand what you're saying about Joe Douglas, but here's what I will say. You know, what if – just what if, right, he – relayed to his coach in Robert Sala and said, listen, are you good with Zach Wilson as the backup, right? He didn't know Aaron Rodgers was going to get hurt. So no, Sala tells him, listen, we're good. He can play, right? I mean, look, let's let's face it. If Marcus Mariota has to play in Philadelphia, are we saying how he's an idiot? I would right? take I mean, Marcus Mariota. We, 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 
We're well, worried. We gotta tread the line a little bit, right? No, Nobody but, thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to tear his Achilles. I'm, I'm not. It wasn't Tony. Not like it wasn't then. Josh Dobbs. Dude, got he's talking about. He got. He's talking about afterwards. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I, and I Jets get are it. Ahead of the Vikings in the waiver wire order. I, I it's hey man, free. listen. Maybe he was asleep at the wheel. I don't know. Maybe he's that Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I you know maybe he knows something we don't know. I don't know. But speaking about Josh Dobbs, there you, you go. Know, but before hold on, hold on, real fast. Before I get to Josh Dobbs, because as I'm sitting here and I'm looking, you know, at, at Twitter for something, can I just like this Philly San Francisco bullshit going on is so ridiculous within the fan base. Now we got now we got some nerd boy, okay. <laughs> The Randy Gregory fan club. I don't know if you guys seen this. Okay. Anybody that's a Randy Gregory fan club just needs to get off Twitter anyway. Because Randy Gregory is a dirtbag. Okay. So, right. He puts it here. He quotes. Jalen Makes up a quote from Jalen Carter. Okay. To say, I wasn't here last year. So, I can't speak on them. But based on what I heard from the guys here, we should be able to kill them. Wow. Double popcorn emoji, right? He he got this thing going viral thinking that Jalen Carter actually said, this is how desperate these 49ers fans are. They just make up quotes, just make up quotes, right? It's ridiculous. Why Debo's been crying on his mom's shoulder for months since that game, right? But we're not talking about that. But let's go to Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, we have to ask the question, is one game, enough to be out on Josh Dobbs. And, and I mean this to not from an NFL level, but from a fantasy level. Listen, we're we're going in week 13, right? So in most real leagues that are competitive, okay, they don't play Super Bowls in week 17, right? We, we sit there and we go and we start the playoffs this week with buys, I mean, in week 14. So this essentially could be the last week. And the funny thing is, I've been seeing them dropped at about a 58% clip in one game. Now, I, my question to you guys is, it's one game, four picks. He did drive his team down to win the game, right? But he looked really, really bad. Is this a case of where finally a blueprint has been shown on Josh Dobbs? I don't know, Jay. I know you're the ladder guy. I know you're the prop guy, but you watch a lot of a lot of tape doing your research. What's your take here on Josh Dobbs? Matchup dependent. Same thing he always was, matchup dependent. He's going to get a big boost with Justin Jefferson back. Like in week 14, he goes against the Raiders. He's playable if you don't have anybody better. It all, you know, if it came down to like a Geno Smith and a bet, I, I've been benching Geno, the guy I drafted in two out of my three leagues, for Gardner Minshew last week, for Derek Carr a couple weeks ago. So it comes down to be matchup depending. Quarterback, the ranges aren't tremendous if you're not coming out of that top tier which is the Josh Allen, the Jalen Hurts, and the Mahomes, and whoever might have a great matchup that week. So he's still matchup dependent. I'm looking in week 15, who do the Vikings have? Like I said, you don't have to be that great to get Justin Jefferson in the ball to watch him do things. He goes against the Bengals. I think he's good there, weather permitting. Then he goes in week 16, he's going to the Lions at home in a dome. That game you might want to question yourself. You want to see what the tape says these next two weeks. So – Look, we knew he wasn't, you know, Mahomes or Jalen. He was a backup for the past couple of years. But the Vikings shouldn't go anywhere with him. You know, the Jets should have took a shot on him. The Jets would probably be in a better position than the Vikings were right now if the Jets scooped him up week one because that defense is so good. If he averaged 14 to 21 points without turning the ball over, they'd probably be, you know, fighting with the Dolphins for first place. So 
I think he's matchup dependent. I think he's playable in a good matchup. And if you got a CJ Stroud or you got a, you know, anybody one tier above and below, let's call it the Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts level, you question the matchup and see what you got. And you feel confident that you roll him for 15 to 20 points, especially with JJ, who will get that boost. Tony, he's dead to me. Like, let me just chime in. The Bears were the 26th ranked defense. They got better, though. They got better, Dave. But the Bears D got. He got a little better because he threw him four picks. <laughs> That's no, even before that, they've been playing. They've been playing well, like a, a slow down game, run, run the ball. They're not like they're not trying to get in a shootout. The Bears, you know, they lost to the Lions in the twenties the week before, almost thirties. Like I, I don't know. It, to me, here's the thing with Dobbs. I think he was way better unscripted. He didn't know an offense, it, and it happened in Arizona a little bit too, right? He won game two. Um, and played well early. But once he had to really learn the offense and, and start thinking and processing things, I think that's not his game. If they could just let him run wild and run unscripted, I think he's worth something. But to, for fantasy, that's what I mean. I, I don't think I can trust him. This is too late in the season now. Yeah. No, I, I mean, and that's the thing. That's that's the thing. And I and I brought this up. And my last point before we get to the draft is, you know, I, I, I want to start something new because – uh, you know, in January, we start my show back up called The Final Judgment that you see on Heat Ratio and on Win Daily. And it's a call out segment, right? So I'm going to call out. So I'm going to call out this guy in Philly, Dave. Okay. Cause, and, and maybe we can get him on the show, right? He's on some, some low station, 97.3 ESPN oh, at the locker room. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is. Never even yeah. knew he existed, right? All of a sudden, he wants to retweet Drigsaw about Jalen Hurts. He should have been in an MVP conversation. Dude, I know you want clicks and you need ratings on your show and you probably need listeners. I get it. Paying for airtime probably and you're trying to get people in. Oh, I understand. I mean, don't come at me, man. Don't come at me with that garbage, okay? Because once people start kind of commenting on that, people that had a little more expertise, you just fell off the rung, bro, and you just went away. <laughs> So I'm just saying, like, he's my call. He, the final judgment says this dude's a moron, okay, and he shouldn't be on Twitter. That's what I'm saying, Dave, because Jalen Hurts is absolutely in the MVP conversation. Yeah, he's he's got to be there, man. He's got to be there. He's, 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 he's on the best team. No foul. You know. At locker room. Not whatever, dude. Get Before out of here. Into the draft, this is a great – and I'm a big futures better MVP, everything like that. Jalen Hurts is in the lead right now, but we saw him get hurt late in the season last year. Um, would you guys, if you got to look at the MVP landscape right now, you asked me about CJ Stroud the other week. And I told you it's just too much. I thought for him to make that huge leap. Would you put some money on Jalen Hurts being a favorite? I think he's plus one twenty. He is the one twenty. Like, let me too see much? who's behind him. Let me see. Who's, I haven't really looked at it, so I'll look at well, it while Tony's Dak will be there. right there with him. That Dak's right, 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 right beneath him, right? Yeah, Dak's right there. Mahomes is always going to be Tyree there. And that Tyreek Hill is the one that people are going to really lean on if he gets that 2,000. No way. I know, but I'm just saying he's right up there. No, no, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. I, I know what you're saying. I just, you know, it, it's hard for me because, you know, and I'm, I'm really not trying to be biased, but you, you really have to watch the entire, like, you know, what is, I, I say this all the time, maybe it's me being old school, maybe it's me being a, an older guy, but what does MVP stand for? Right. What, what What is the MVP? It's about a player that you can't win without. Right. At the end of the day, if Tyreek Hill gets injured, can the offense still operate? Yes. Yes. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts goes down, the Eagles are screwed. 
because he's that valuable to the team. So, I mean, you you have to – everybody's looking at, at pretty, and we want it like Emmanuel Acho comes out with his his ridiculous jargon about <laughs> he just looks like a guy. Like, come on, dude. Another dude with, that needs, needs clicks, right? Like, stop, man. This dude took the team down, okay? He had five total touchdowns last week. But everybody's going to – and it's, his completion percentage is over 67%. Okay, so at the same time, like everybody's just looking at what they see on the, on, you know, on TV, but not really diving into it. And that's what's killing me, man. This dude's a killer. He really is, and and he should be at right now the favorite for MVP. I'm sorry. Yeah, he is. He is the favorite. Dak is right behind him, and you know, based on what you said, most valuable. Yeah, it's going to be that's always typically a quarterback, you know. But most outstanding, the one that's turning the most heads, the one that might finish with the best. You know, one of the best wide receiver seasons of all time will be Tyreek Hill. So, like, he's the most he's the most ridiculous player in the league right now, doing what he does. You Who know, was the last the one to win? Was it Randy Moss? Last wide receiver to win MVP? No, none. I, I wrote an article this year. None. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I swore yeah, yeah. Randy Moss won it. No. Yeah. So the only you've had five running backs. So the last non-quarterback guess it's a running back. Guess who it is? I'll give you a Terrell running Davis. back. Yeah. It wasn't. No, it's not. It's not Terrell. No, Marshall Falk. No, close all day. AP. Yep. Oh AP. yeah, when he had that monster. Year. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So it's really so it's tough. Very- That's you know, to Tony's point, it's always got to be a quarterback because it's most outstanding. It's most valuable. It, it's it's really, really, really tough for somebody to do it. That's why it's like that's why they have the offensive player of the year. So then, like, how can Jalen win the most valuable and then Tyree Quinn's no. offense? Like, it's, I agree. It's, it's, yeah, it's weird. It's well, weird like that. that if he gets two thousand, he can have the. He deserves um, it. Yeah, he deserves yeah. it. Yep. Now, um, who's more valuable for Philly? Kelsey or hurts. It, it's a great question, man. It, it is a great, great question. Great question. But, but it still hurts, though. It hurts. Yeah. You can't but be it, MVP it, of the league it's, and it's not it's be MVP of his own team. It's it, damn close. I'll tell you that. It is yeah. damn close. Yeah, and you're on it, Yvonne. It was um, AP, like we were saying. So had a. All right, like you want to dive into this or Jay? You got some yeah. Props let's go, here. brother. I'll give let's you some go. props, man. I'll give you some props yeah, before we. Uh, I didn't dive in fully because props just came out on Wednesday. They came out literally, you know, um, earlier today, yeah. like you know, midday. Not all the props are out. Trying a new thing next week. I'm trying to get a little bit ahead of the books as much as I can. So as I as I went in, no ladders as of yet. There's no ladders to really speak of. Most of the alt lines aren't out there. And when I talk ladders, it's you know, if I like a player to go over 50 yards receiving, there'll be an an alternative line at 60 yards, 70 yards, 80 yards, you know, possibly up to 120, 125, depending on the player, depending on the situation. But right now I looked ahead. I don't know. You know, Dave mentioned some weather. That doesn't really make me feel good about this player too much, but I'm not expecting much from this guy. Had a monster game last week. I'm not chasing that game. Um, I saw what happened to Deontay Johnson. Um, him not blocking him. That shit was bad as that can was be. Terrible. I don't, I don't know if it's worse though. I don't know if it was worse with Pickens throwing the yeah, yeah throwing the towel over his head, or Deontay just like watching a guy fumble and run down. It was it was kind of ridiculous. His explanation so, was, "That's what I do." Yeah. So <laughs> like, where's Tomlin, man? I, I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked, but he can't like kill everybody because he's in a playoff run. If the team was like three and eight, he probably would have murdered both of those guys, but. Yeah. situation, but the guy I'm going after, I was kind of shocked at the line. Um, Sticks had it projected in the model. 
around 40 yards receiving. Fanduel goes out there and posts a 28.5 line on Friar move. So I jumped on that early. Um, hint, hint, the best game of the DFS slate uh, is Washington. Worst defense versus Miami, potentially best offense. Um, our friends at Fanduel also posted a Brian Robinson rush prop at 39 and a half. I know they're going to have to pass the ball all the time. That's low. But I think there's going to be a lot of garbage time with all the time. And if Washington wants to somehow slow down Miami, they're going to have to run the ball 39 yards for Robinson in a game where Miami might put up 40 to 50 points on them if they want to, like, push the needle down. Um, so I like that. And then going to an old dog, too. Better last week. The number dropped from last week to this week. I think the matchup is very similar to last week. The touches for Tajay Spears have gone down. The touches for Derrick Henry have gone up. You get a matchup at home where the Titans are, you know, one-and-a-half-point dogs. How can they win this game is feed Derrick Henry. His number is 55-and-a-half right now. Um, I'm not sure where I got it. I'll check it later. It's in Discord. But you get a number of 55 on Derrick Henry. You get a number of 39-and-a-half on Brian Robinson. Seemed way too low for me. And then the Friar Muth, he had a monster game ever since Canada kind of left or, you know, Friar Muth was on a team. He was a shorthanded guy. And even if it's some bad weather, that might be better for Friar Muth. Less balls down the field thrown to Beyonce or George Pickens here. So those are the three props I have right now, regular lines. But the old lines, I will be on some shit um, by tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday for sure. Love it. I had Friar Muth at 2,900 on DraftCast last week. And – it's yeah, I don't good. know how you did that, bro. You're, 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 I don't, well, I don't know. Well, it's good. I think you just need a salary and you're like, oh, I need somebody. No, okay, no. fine. I actually, he was, he, was, he was a targeted man. Like, he was no, one of your no, early no picks. credit, Dave. He get yeah, no, no credit. But he, no he, credit. Tooted his, he tooted his own horn for about five minutes, but, um, you know, no credit. Know. It's a Philly. It's it, yeah. it, like, we just get no love, man. Yeah, I'm telling you. It wasn't the salary. I have him in five season loans and I played him there too. I wasn't scared. Matt Canada being gone was an absolute factor to that play. I said it even live on there. And they go over 400 yards. I had Warren as well, which he would have done better, I think, without the early fumble. I think that really kind of threw him off the script. But the, the yards were there to be had. But I love the Fryermuth call. Arizona's bad against tight ends. Yeah, historically. Yeah, yeah, so um, I love the other two as well. So let's get into this and let's get into week 13. We do need some audience help once again this week. Um, looking to uh, – Draft the team. Jason, you might owe a couple of hats as they took down the Thanksgiving Day <laughs> party with the little C-Mac Debo you know, combo. But then they also had Jer Jordan Love on top, barely squeaked out a win against Tony. Um, and then in their main slate, they beat me. So they went 2-0 last week. So we owe them something, but I'm coming for them this week. I think you guys are as well. And I'm ready to go. How about you? I'm ready. Let's do this shit, man. I'm ready. All right, let me get this up and get the uh, – Get the our nice little banner or overlay here. I got it. Bang. All right. So here we are, week 13. I audience, it's your turn. Wear it with pride. You want to pick first, second, third, fourth. Hey, Avon, Jimmy, whoever's at Julian. You know, put them somewhere between two and three if they don't make an announcement. So at least they have some time to come back around. Okay. Um, because one, they have the, the rebound here. So well, Let's give three. them two or three. They're three you want, now, Dave. and they won at three, so I'll keep them at three. Um, okay. 
I'll stay at four since I was second place on that. And Tony, since you were second place on Thanksgiving, you get one or two. Uh, give me one. Bang. We're off and ready to go. Oh, wait. Get, Edward says four. He he chimed in. I'll 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 flip with him. I'll go three. You'll flip with him? Yeah, that's fine. They won, man. I give him that. Boom. I'll go three. Cool. All right, Tom, you want to lead us off? Sure. Sure. Why not, man? Why not? Um, listen, I think this is kind of easy. Uh, you know, not to not not to talk about what Jason said or bring the MVP talk up, but for this specifically, to me, I'm just gonna go with the best player. Yeah, we're all the bat. I'm not trying to get value, I'm not trying to get you know, I'm gonna go Tyreek Hill. As simple as I know he's 9600. I get it. But you know what, man? This guy just continues to be heavily targeted no matter who he plays. Uh, Double-digit targets every single week since week five. Okay? He's been over 100 yards, three to the last four. He's all he, he's uncatchable, literally uncatchable. And against Washington, I just love to know who is going to cover Ty Rekill. Now, I know he has an ankle injury, and pre- but listen, it's late in the year, man. These guys get hurt. Things come up. He's playing, man. They're He's battling playing. for the one seed. They're battling like, yeah, absolutely. And Exactly. They- He's playing. I- I'm no problem. Tyreek Hill all the way. Didn't they fire Jack Del Rio after Thanksgiving or whoever was the defense? Yeah, they did. They, yeah, he was the yeah. scapegoat. Yeah. Like, like he's the problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it ain't going to help having no, who, whoever called the plays back there. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, Jay, you got to back that up with a, you know, a monster here. Let me go with Zach Moss. 4,600. John Taylor's gone. Tough matchup. Versus Tennessee, uh, granted, but he's going to get every single touch in the backfield, 4,600. We're going to need some, you know, pay down spots. Go get guys like Tyreek Hill um, in our drafts and in our lineup. So I'm going to go Zach Moss, 4,600. He'll probably be popular, but it's a good salary saver. He's going to catch balls. He's going to run balls. He's good to go. I like it. I'll stay in that game. I'm going to go Derrick Henry. One thing is – Jason mentioned, I think he goes over his number. I agree with that. And I think Tennessee's 4-0 at home and 0-7 everywhere else. Uh, they play a little better there. And he he got like 9, 10 points against Indy the first time. Put him at home. I, I see this doubling. So I'll take 6,800. I think he's in 20-point points easily. All right. So we're up to the audience. Make sure you check out, you know, all of our tools. When I'm doing this draft, I got our, our prop model up. I got our projections up. I got our optimizer up. You know, these tools are what helped me build my lineups, you know, every single day of the week. I read articles from Dave. I check out Sticks' article, hop in expert chat, ask some questions with everybody else. But make sure you're using the tools. And and let's go, man. We got Tua or Jalen Hurts. Um, Edward put Tua in first. Julian went Jalen second. All right, man, you guys got to decide, man. Do you want to go Tua or do you want to go Jalen? Both solid plays for different reasons. Um, I can spell Jalen easier, (laughs) (laughs) but you guys, well, I take what came in first to be honest, but see if they, uh, get this one. Two more seconds, Edwards or, or Jimmy or who else? Yvonne, who do you want? want Two or Jalen? You got five seconds here. Can't hold on forever. You guys better have a, a second pick ready. All right, they go Jalen, man. So run, run with Jalen, and now we need uh, a wide receiver, running back, or a tight end. 
Uh, how do you guys feel while they're talking, while they're thinking about their play? How do you feel about this game with the Eagles? You think the Eagles win? They lose? Tight game? You don't know? What's the deal? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a – I'll go first. I I think if the Eagles do what they've been doing the past four weeks, they will lose. If they, if they don't find some way to come out in the first half and at least set some type of tone, when they beat San Fran last year, they were able to set a tone early. So they really got to create that defensive pressure. What gives me the solace that they can do that is they just faced Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Even Dak is able to get out of some tackles easy. I don't think Brock Purdy is going to be able to get out of that escape zone of – um, sweat and Reddick. So I, I think they'll be able to create enough pressure, be where they need to be at half, and I think they pull out a late one. All right, Julian said A.J. Brown to pair him with them, and, and Edward put Rashard White in. You want to go with the first name? Let's go A.J. Brown. Let's get their stack going here. It's going to be cost, so you guys better be prepared, uh, Julian and Edward. You got to have some value because that's a, an expensive stack right there. But, Tony, uh, what you got cooking next? Wait, I'm up. No, it's me, but Tony. Oh, hey, sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, wait a minute. Let, yeah, let Tony bad, answer good. his feel on the Eagles while I pull mine up. Yeah, no, listen, man, I'll be honest with you. I would think a little different. I think this is, and maybe this is just because, you know, people could say I'm a homer to snap, but at the end of the day, the Eagles have still not played their A game yet. Not yet, right? And I say yet because I think this is the game where they pull out their A game, where everything clicks, everything aligns. Listen. You know, there's a lot of talk going on. They, they've been hearing a lot of flack. It all comes together this game. And I just think that, again, I think they're better than the 49ers. I, you say what you want, man. Like, pound for pound, I think they're a better overall team, in my opinion. It comes down to quarterback. If you tell me who would I rather have on my championship squad, Brock Purdy or Jalen Hurts, i go Jalen well, Hurts. That's, all obvious. <laughs> that's an obvious one. Right? Definitely want Jalen uh, over Purdy, but – yeah, yeah, but I mean, if you the quarterback's the most most important position on the team, right? Oh, for sure. That's yeah, why they're I mean, winning, and that's why they're they're hanging in those games until he can turn it back over. Or defense makes a couple plays, and they're ready to go. Dave, what do you got for us? Another gonna, running back, it looks like. I do like White. They're they're going through, but I'm gonna um, I'm gonna keep AJ for them. But I'm gonna go Devin Singletary here. I, I a team again, as you spoke about the Bears a little bit. The Broncos have found a way to you know plug some holes here, but. It's still a really good matchup for Houston. It's a really good total. It's up there at 47. So we're going to see points in this game. And I'll start with the running. I can't believe he's still under 6,000. So I, I think he's good value still. I'll go Singletary. Yeah, no explanation needed. Kind of surprised got back to me. I'll take Tua. Yeah. Uh, I was going to go with him in my first pick. But, you know, you guys left him out there. I said maybe there's a shot he comes back. He's probably, right. my first lineup, probably my first lineup I make. He's probably my second lineup I make, third, fourth. I'm going to have a ton of shares of this game. This is a dream, dream matchup for Miami. Plus, Washington is good enough. They're not just, like, terrible like the Jets on offense. Like, they can put up points to kind of hang in this game longer than a team like the Jets. Who has to, the Jets has to hang in defensively. Washington's defense is terrible. They got to hang in offensively. So, I think two is going to play, you know, three quarters of passing. So, Tyreek. And Waddle and everybody on the team has a shot to hit value. So give me the guy leading him. Give me two. Good pick. All right, Tony. I like it, man. I like it. Um, obviously, that was the one game I was targeting. A lot of people were targeting. I, I don't listen. I have a chain on my season long team. 
he's a liability right now. I mean, yeah. I, I got to wait and see, you know, it already flared up. So, but um, I'm going to go to a different game. Maybe, maybe not the popular pick here, uh, but I'm going to stack a couple Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I figured. And, <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to go Rashad White, Mike Evans. Yeah. Um, back to back. White was on my radar. Evans has always been on my radar. And again, listen, I, you know, I'm going to say this because, Hey, listen, sometimes you got to toot your own horn because we're not going to get credit from anybody else if I don't say it myself. But if you listen to anything in the preseason, all I said was draft, draft Mike Evans, draft Mike Evans. If you're you know, see, he was being overlooked six. He's on every single one of my rosters. And listen, it, it's simple. The guy just catches touchdowns. That's what he does. He catches touchdowns. As long as he's out on that bike on the side of the field, you know, going off the field and then coming back because he always seems to get a hammy injury. But um, and then Rashad White, just he's been in double digits the last five games. It's, you know, even with a, a, a very low at 3.1 yards per carry, doesn't matter. He's getting a target. So give me those bucks. Yeah. yeah best part about Mike Evans, two tone, every single week he's under 10% owned. He, Everybody like, views I, I don't him understand as like it. Because they view him as an old dog. They think Baker's not that good. Which he is a little bit older, and Baker is not that good. But like you said, he catches balls, he catches touchdowns, and when there's nobody else really around, that's you know the guy who's fighting for targets with him is a banged up Chris Godwin and Kate Otten. So yeah, exactly. that's why Rashad White's catching a bunch of balls, and that's why you know Mike Evans being used you know down the field. So like those two plays, Evans definitely a guy's been make, making me money all year. Um, I'm gonna stay in the in the Washington game. Another popular play, uh, McLaurin. If you look at his totals, man, you know, targets are there. 11 last game against Dallas, tough matchup. Seven against the Giants, eight against Seattle, seven against New England, 12 against Philly. He's not scoring many touchdowns, but when you're you're going against a team that's going to probably put up 40, 50, maybe 60 points, it's your best time to get a, get a touchdown in garbage time. So hopefully he's out there for four quarters. I can see him easily going for 100 yards and a touchdown in this game, in this matchup. So price is right, 5,500. He's probably going to be a cash game play for most. Um, single entry builds, you kind of start there. It's the safest value on the board that I see right now. Yeah, I like it. I do. I was thinking of getting that game, but it's a good run back. If you're going to build that game, you got to have a little run back for this script you want to see. So that's good. I'm going to get into one of the other high-scoring games that I – I want to get involved in, and I'm going to go Chris Olave to start this one. Um, I just look if you he's look, been he's been balling, and, and you yeah. exactly said it. I mean, just his receptions over the past few weeks seven, five, six, six, seven, eight, and his points there averaging about you know 19 over those past five weeks. So, Olave is going to get the targets. We saw what happened. Christian Watson finally broke out against Detroit on Thanksgiving. You don't think Chris Olave won't too? Yeah, I think he will. He's going to get his points. I like him this week. Good call, man. All right. He's been another quiet guy. Similar to Mike Evans, super quiet. Steady. Pittman works, man. I think Pittman's a, a good play. Um, we're, I want the running game just because they're cheap. But Pittman, I played him last week, super consistent. You're getting, a, you're getting a tier one guy. I would go Pittman. I like Pittman. If you want to stay in that game, Julian Debo, fairly priced. You saw him more used as well. You guys go with both of them. If, if you think you can make it work. You know, go Pittman and Debo. We're going Debo. Guys happy. But, like, every other player after this is going to have to go, like, minimum salary because you're going to have to get really, really cheap here afterwards. Uh, but that's your game stack. A Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel game stack works. So just, you know, guys, take a look now. This is quite an expensive build. 
so far. So you have to go cheap D, cheap running backs. I already got Zach Moss off the board. Singletary's off the board. Rashad White. You need two cheap running backs now. So they can get start there. digging in the crates, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're talking about Warren over Debo. Do you want to give him the flip? I'll yeah. Yeah. yeah, go with it. Flip yeah. it over because Warren will make it easier to make a line of it. They can go cheaper at wide receiver, get some 3K guys. I do think yeah. that makes sense. So, right. yeah. Dave, is back to you. I'm assuming you want Debo now? No, no, but I'm going to get a little expensive too. I'm going to be spending up like them. Um, well, maybe not quite as high just yet. Um, I'm going to go with the tight end that I think is just, you know, the best one on the slate this week. I, I do think Kittle's great. Don't get me wrong, but I think the Eagles, you know, they did a little bit to Travis Kelsey the other week that I think they could use here. I'm going to go Sam Laporta. Um, so I can get a little run back with a lobby here. Laporta has just been amazing. You know where, he, you know what college he went to, by the way? Definitely Iowa. not. Iowa. Yep. Good Iowa. call. Uh, the team that's going to score 0.5 points, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michigan. He'll score. I really want to know how many people are going to bet that. Like bet the over 0.5 in both halves and just I'm going for two, two, two. You think they're going to shut out, huh? Well, at least first half, but um, we'll see about second half. But uh, all right, it's over to you, Jay. I will go, Mister Jalen Waddle. You guys took Tyreek off the board. Uh, Waddle's still doing his thing. Seventy six hundred, fair price. He's probably only number two in a game that I would pay seventy six hundred for. Um, on this slate, he works. Um, I think a game stack of Tua, Waddle, and Tyreek still works. I think if Washington keep pace, we could be looking at ladder bets on Tua to throw for 400 yards here. So this could be a monster game for Tua. As long as Howell, which he's done pretty much every week, he keeps pace some way, somehow. He finds a way to do it through for 300 yards. This is crazy, man. If you look at, like, Howell's stats, four of the last five games he threw for 300 yards. So he's keeping pace with Philly. He beat New England, kept pace with Seattle, somehow lost to the Giants and got smoked by the, the Cowboys. But – they're, they're staying competitive here, so give me Waddle. That's why I think Tua, Waddle, Tyreek, McLaurin, all in play today. All right. Tony, where are you going? Man, this is a tough one, man. It is. It's a tough one because, you know, when you start going this high volume, you, you've really got to look and say, okay, what's what's next, right? What's next? So I'm, I'm going to get a little, little different here, um, and I'm going to go another pretty decent – good volume receiver and I'm going to go against my boys. I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. And listen, one thing about Philadelphia is I'm not saying they're going to blow this team out. I'm not saying it's going to, it's, it's going to be a low scoring game. We still have issues in the secondary. Okay. Like I, we say whatever we want, but that last game, you know, you know, even the KC game, there was, there was balls just dropped, right? These guys are open, right? So we still have to get that figured out. So I like Brandon Ayuk. I think he causes some matchup problems for us, especially when we're going to be so focused on Christian McCaffrey and down probably one of, uh, you know, obviously our top linebacking tackler in Mr. Cunningham. So I like that. And then I'm going to go with, you know, a low budget guy who has turned out to be Kyler Murray's top target, supposedly, uh, the last two games, in my opinion. And that's Greg Dortch. Um, You got to get a little different. Um, and again, go with Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch was a guy I hit a lot of bets on a couple years ago. He's had 17 targets in two games since Kyler Murray's come back. 
Now, he hasn't done, he didn't do much, only three catches for them. Okay, but the week before, he was eight for 76 or six for 76 with eight targets. So, 17 targets in two weeks is a lot. Shows that he's really looking at Greg Deutsch. Yes, definitely is. And if we know one thing, Arizona's going to pass. They're going to be down. So, good pick. What do you got, Jay? This is a tough one. Uh, I actually got a tough question today. I forgot who asked me. It was either in Discord or on Twitter or somebody emailed me. And they asked me, I forgot who it was. Oh, that, this is going to sound crazy to you guys. They asked me Russell Wilson or Jalen Hurts in season long this week. I was like, it's actually closer than it should be due to the matchup. I do respect San Fran's D, but the rushing floor is just too high. With Jalen, that I wouldn't even, you know, I wouldn't go that far to say, yeah, start Russell Wilson over, over, over Jalen. But I do think the matchup is good for Russ. The matchup is better for Russ um, in a controlled environment in Houston versus, you know, playing in maybe some cold weather against San Fran's defense. Um, but the volume will be there for Jalen Hurts. So I still went Jalen, but my pick here is going to be Cortland Sutton, 5,400. I love getting number one receivers for their teams in that mid-range. You know, anytime I can make a lineup and I feel like I'm getting number ones uh, across all three wide receivers, um, if I have to pay off for one, one in the mid-range, I feel like, okay, I have this solidified. Or I want to go sometimes dumpster diving and get like a very underpriced guy and just hope that he scores a touchdown or has enough touches, um, kind of like um, Justin Watson was last week. He didn't do much, but he scored a touchdown on mid-salary. He still got you there. Uh, but Cortland Sutton against Houston here. Jerry Judy might be, you know, a very bad draft pick wasted. Um, kind of never lived up to the hype. Sutton is doing it. Guys making big catches. Russell Wilson's playing better. It's a big game for them. Um, 27th ranked passing defense. They're letting up over 250 a game. I do think Denver's going to have to score a little bit more to win this game. So Sutton at 5,400 is a nice value for this slate for me. Definitely is. I like that pick. Um, he's just been scoring. So, um, and I want to get in that game you kind of already have. And I'm there with Singletary, but I'm going to go to another one. I'm going to go. I'm going to go cheap out on my defense right now, with the perceived weather that could be up in the Northeast and the, you know, sunny Chargers and that Brandon Staley, that salty Brandon Staley coming up. The Patriots suck. We know that. But at 2,400, I'm willing to take their defense. I'll dumpster dive on them this week. Try and save a little money to build the rest of my lineup. I twelve against the Giants last week, so they were they were my D that I had uh, slotted in there. So I got to take mine out right now. Good pick. All right, where are we going with the audience? They're talking tight end here, a little bit cheap tight end. Uh, they're going Jawan Johnson, Noah Font, uh, Yvonne. Help these guys out. Who's your tight end, bud? Yeah, Silent Assassin throwing Juwan. I like I and let's let him get a pick in. We're gonna do that and let them come up with the second one. Okay. Yeah. Go with and, go with Johnson, and agree, any, uh, silent, uh, Yeah. All right, cool. And Ramondre Stevenson, uh, he actually ended up being in my uh, main lineup. Um, so you know, last week he panned out. He almost got to hundred yards rushing, which pushed him a little bit more, but he got that touchdown. Um, so rock that. I don't mind that. Fairly priced. You guys now can, you know, build the rest of your lineup here. So I'm okay with that. I don't know if I get the Jawan Johnson personally, you know, for a couple dollars more. There's some other players out there, but let's see where I go to tight end. And Tony's got to pick a tight end too. Let's see where he goes. But Dave, you're up next, my man. Yeah. So 
I'm trying to look at Tony's team real fast here. Because <laughs> <laughs> we both don't have a quarterback. I'm trying to see if that's worth my um, digging into here. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go Sam Howell. Uh, Jay, you already said it all. Um, I took him last week on, on Thanksgiving. I don't care what they do. They're going to let that guy just die out there throwing. Uh, he's going to have to really ice up this arm in the offseason. But uh, what is it, about five consecutive games over 20 points? Uh, that's good enough. Uh, yeah, five consecutive over 20 points. Good enough for me. He's had six out of his last eight over that amount. They're going to die throwing. I'll take him. All right. I'll go um, with my tight end next. Let me go with Logan Thomas staying in that game, keeping it simple here, stacking up this Miami-Washington game as much as possible. I like almost every piece in this game, so why not go with Logan Thomas? That's what I was saying about Juwan. I know in Sticks' model, he's got Juwan up there, um, but with me – for just a couple dollars more, I get Logan Thomas. I just feel a little bit safer with it. Thirty-six hundred. Look, Jawan Johnson can fall into the end zone. He can get there. Don't mind the play, but I think Logan Thomas for my build with this game stack. You know, let me get two uh, commanders in this game with two and, and Waddle here. I like it. All right, let's move over to Tony. Who you got one fan out there, Tony? Yeah, I see my man Ed says Tony has a free yeah. team, man. I like it. He might he might not think that after I I, I give my quarterback pick, but I don't He's have to think him now, yeah. which is good, right? So um, but I, I just real fast on what Jay said, I think it's very important when he talked about even though one player on the model may be a little higher. Uh, you know, one thing that we always say is even though the model is there, you also have to look at your builds. And even when you're doing these props, right, um, you know, everybody, just because it has the highest edge doesn't just mean it's automatically going to hit. It's it's the likelihood of everything coming together for that prop to hit. So you still want to kind of dive deep a little bit, but we do all that work for you with these models. So, and I can't tell you this. I know, listen, I know Jason's not a big believer. I know you, I, I saw his tweet, you know, why chase parlays? I chase parlays. Okay. I play SGPs every single night and you could go back and I can guarantee you, I, I win at least two every week. You may not think it's a lot, but based on our model and based on our tools that I use and the research that I do, I hit at least two every week. So it is possible using those tools. So make sure you get in on windowsports.com. Five hours, Cyber Monday. Get in there for this week only. But here's what I'm going to do. A guy that I never, ever thought would be on my squad. A guy that I never thought. I dogged him in the beginning of the year on Locked In with Jigsaw. Give me Najee Harris. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I again, I he's $200 less than Jalen Warren. And, you know, he, he seems like he's got another gear all of a sudden. I'm not sure what it is. And, you know, we talked about Matt Canada being fired. Um, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, you look at this and you say, you know what, maybe he's going to ha- know how to utilize this system a little better, kind of like what um, the the uh, the Saints did with Kamara and, and Mark Ingram a long time ago, right? So I think maybe they could do that. So give me him and go. I'm going to go cheap on tight end here. I'm going to get my my share in the Indy Tennessee game with Colin Granson. Um and again, I you know, again, I know he hasn't done much, but one thing's for sure. Carter Minshew loves a tight end in, in certain games. And I think this is the kind of game that maybe he gets in that red zone and gets that look. So for 2500, what the hell? Give me Kyle Granson. Okay. Kyle, right? Kylin, Kyle. I think it's Kylin. Kylin. All right, I'm trying. I have him in some. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. All right, nice, nice. Good call. 
Um, all right. Yeah, I, did, I didn't know what to do with this guy last week, and I really don't know what to do with him this week either. I probably don't get him in my main. The matchup is, is really tough here. But I know Cleveland is also a bit banged up. I ended up making one of my last lineups of the day on a Sunday morning. I put Kieran in just or Kieran or Kyron, whatever his name is. Um, it's funny. You pick Kylan and now I'm picking Kieran. Um, the guy was just bonkers, man. Like, I didn't have him in my main lineup. I had him in my secondary lineup. Um, it just happened to fit, and I put him in there, and I looked like a genius at the end, but I didn't feel good about putting him in. Cold, not really knowing. Royce Freeman was still there. Freeman was kind of productive, you know, in the meantime. Roll the dice here. Don't really like the matchup here for Cleveland, but if Garrett's banged up and, and not playing potentially, um, they're using him with like every single touch in the passing game. He's taking volume away from Puka. He's taking volume away from Cooper Cup. Um, running backs, I like Henry better. Um, but in this build with what's left, I'll go Kieran. Yeah, amazing. And it's funny because uh, Tony took a running back against the Cardinals, and that's what Kieran did last week. It, it, it was his day. Um, I got to apologize to the audience already. If you didn't see when I was taking Sam Howell, I was coming back with somebody from the Redskins. And the way my lineup build fits better, it is Curtis Samuels. He got nine receptions last week for 100 yards. Um, it's between him and Dotson, but I'll take the chance on, on Samuel getting more of that garbage time. So stealing the audience pick, man. They, not they, beat it. Twice. they beat us all twice, and you take the audience pick. Man. It's That's already a, in my a new build time up. low for a Philly guy, man. A new time low for a Philly guy, like Tony yeah. would say. Yeah. No, no, it's a good pick. He's actually I made I made one rough draft, which was like a super stack of this Miami game, and he would be the second name in after Terry. You know, Terry was first at 55. Samuel, that discount. Is ready to go, and now you're getting all the heat, man. They're saying you stole their D. Well, that, and did that you stole before their they wide receiver now. They admitted I got Patriots before they talked D, so that's not yeah. I'm gonna give them right. if they want Deontay though. Let's see how that fits in there. If Deontay and a Brown D works, uh, run it. Yeah, how much of the Browns defense? Let's look. It's gonna be too expensive. It's about three actually, no, no, that works. They need a 3k guy, okay. So, Dave, right back to you. Browns defense. Interesting call there. Yeah, with, um, this, with this build I made, um, it, it just fit right. This guy was terrible last week. But as it goes and why I liked what they did with Pittman, take any uh, receiver against Tennessee. My other one statute I use is take any receiver against Tampa Bay. Adam Thielen's back this week. Give oh, me yeah? him for, for 6,600. Dude, come on. Come on, that 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 Tampa pasty is so bad, so bad. I mean, actually, that's, that's where I started the. Uh, they they played Houston last week, right? I, it, it's just oh no, Indianapolis. Michael Pittman had like thirteen catches. Like yeah, they're bad. Could there be an uglier game to watch than Desmond Ritter against the Jets <laughs> and Tim Boyle against the Falcons? Like they should have flexed that game out. Like that's your typical Thursday night matchup. This season has been something that putrid, but I, I actually was going to go with the Patriots defense because I think the Chargers are have so many problems. Austin Eckler, like, oh, dude, fell off so quickly. Yeah, and and he, I think he knows it too. Just so you guys know, like, I'm aware of people he's with, and I see what he does on LinkedIn. Like, dude's already trying to start businesses. Like, a little too early. Like, he saw this coming. I feel like more than anybody else in fantasy football saw this coming. Where it's like. 
the way I kind of see things matriculating down the field, he might be like out next year. He might be like, not to say he's on Barry Sanders level at all, but he could just walk away like very early because um, he doesn't look that good. Uh, but give me uh, the um, the Falcons D first. Um, they're going against the Jets. The Jets are just putrid. It, it's so gross to watch. And Al Lazard, like, not only did Rodgers get hurt, but, like, he brought Randall Cobb and Lazard. And that money, that Lazard has been a complete waste, bro. Like, a complete waste on that team. I think they spent – I don't even remember. It's a lot of money they spent on him. But give me the Falcons D. I don't think – I don't think the Jets score more than 10 here. I like it. Um, all right, Tony, what do you got? Oh, I guess I can end this here, right? Which is I can end the suspense. You know, what is the bill going to be? All right, I'll go defense first. Um, and again, like I usually go bargain basement, right? But all you guys know who I'm going to go against, right? Again, he threw a bunch of picks on Thanksgiving Day. Everybody loves some Jared Goff. But the Saints got a really good pass rush, man. And they got a good defense out there. So, and they're playing at home. So, give me the Saints at 2,700. And they're picking at night, man. Oh. Give my boy Kenny Pickett oh. as my quarterback. Oh, <laughs> Listen. I don't care that he threw new touchdowns last week. It doesn't matter, man. The thing is, he was able to air the ball out. So I, I really like that they're going to put him in good positions out there. You saw it with the nine to Firemuth. Get the tight end involved. Get those quick passes, those quick reads, and open up the long game to Pickens. So I love that. You're going to see Najee a little more in the passing game as well. So give me Kenny Pickett for 5,100. Yeah, they look better, man. Definitely look better. They do yeah. have some weapons too. You know, they use Warren out of the backfield. Najee gets the ball. Just let them off too, up. bro. And That's then yeah, the two, just them up. Yep. They got the two wide receivers that are actually have talent. They just haven't been used and probably not the best of players. So, um, you know, off the field. But um, this one might surprise you guys. I like the value here, um, Jeff Wilson. I do oh, think this yeah. game turns into a slight blowout at the end and Mozart is banged up forever in life. So they're probably going to run some Jeff Wilson, regardless of the situation. You got 11 touches against a, a tough jets defense, three catches gets you 10 points right there. 4,600 in this matchup. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets you 15. Um, and he's getting all the touches in the fourth quarter and he falls into the end zone once or twice. You know, Dave, how many points do you think Miami legitimately puts up this time around 35 35 All right. yeah yeah 35 in a close game or 35 in a, a blowout like 35 10 35 20 yeah i think the points are scored you got five in that game i don't i, I have no problem with it zero yeah okay yeah no i looked at jeff wilson jr and if i go curtis um if i go Jahan dotson over samuel that might get me there but instead, I was waiting, and Tony's already taking some. The audience is taking some. It's crazy, but we're about to sweep the board with Pittsburgh Steelers. Give me Jalen Warren. I'm I'm, I'm back. In, in I like Tony. it, baby. I like it. You said it. The Rams just annihilated this Cardinals team. You think what they were close in the cold in the rain? They have no. Jonathan Gannon is doing God's work for the GM. He's finding ways to stay close and then lose. Um, and it it's good enough. I, I think Pittsburgh does Broad. have a good day. Broad. Dude stinks. He does stink, but that he's, he's doing terrible. what they want. He's doing what they want. So of course. Um let oh they had Jalen Warren already. Shit. Oh, you're trying to steal the third player. I built my lineup. God. My bad. 
I built my you lineup. Run, you're you're right. I got all excited. Man. Now I'm the fraud. Now I'm John. Yeah, look, I said, yo, stop stealing our picks, man. Yeah, you want to copy paste and delete out their lineup and sign it over? What are you guys? What are you trying to do? All here? right, I'll take Cortland Sutton then. No, I'm kidding. I got all Sutton. Right. Bro. I know go, to, go to the next one. You can't. Look stop. at all the way now. It's going on. He's like <laughs> yeah. the guy. Yeah, what is Tony? Tony has a. Najee Harris, take Najee Harris off Tony's yeah. team now. No, Same all right, I'm going my game. I can do this. I'll double tight end. Taysom Hill. Darn it. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Yeah, okay. I'll double tight end it up. Um, hey, audience, my bad. <laughs> yeah, Najee, don't ask around. Thanks, Brian. Hey, that's I why I got him, B. That's why I got him. I did see you guys say you might want to flip to um, Pickens. I think he's 200 cheaper. Then so I'll give you a chance here. You want to flip the pickings over Deontay to free up some room? K guy. Who I'm looking now. Who can you even look at right now? Well, they could K. go to I'm giving them a chance to go to pickings if they want to go to 3200. Is there a they got the kid AT AT Perry for for New Orleans with everybody banged up for New Orleans? Who else is even in that zone? 3K. You got oh, Jalen Guyton at 3.3. Well, they've got they're, okay, they say don't switch. They were looking Conklin or Kirkwood, they're saying. Okay. I'm, I mean, if, I'm good if unless it Conklin or Kirkwood. I mean, Kirkwood's that guy in New Orleans right now. Yeah, everybody's going to be trying to figure out who the guy to play in New Orleans. He got three targets last week for 20. So Definitely. if it's the guy AT, uh, Perry, whatever the other guy's name is, or Keith Kirkwood. It's tough, man. It's tough. Conklin might be the better pick, but Kirkwood definitely has more upside here because the Jets are so fucking bad, man. They're really so bad. Yeah, and hey, we really appreciate the audience hanging in here and giving us a a squad. It's awesome. Um, I'm sure my team will lose. I'm sure they'll beat me with you know Kirkwood and Jawan Johnson. I'm definitely beating me again. I somehow you said I didn't even score 100 points last week, so I need some help, guys. Silent Assassin. Yeah, we got some good guys helping out there. This is great. So uh, with that, let's talk about real quick here as we look, you know, just forecast. We've already said what we think about the Niners-Eagles. Jay, you stood just in that Miami-Washington game. Give us your take on the Niners-Eagles coming up. It's a statement, man, when, you know, look, I'm looking at Vegas all day, every day. You know, yep. I must have refreshed my, my sportsbook screen, you know, 55 times. They wait for props to come out. For, for Vegas to put up a two-and-a-half, three-point spread on a team that's, you know, in the Eagles' position at home and they're not favorites, it's saying something. If the weather oh. conditions are bad, I think it leans to help the Eagles here at home. You know, they can play that dirty game. I don't know if Brock Purdy can play that dirt in the mud type of game here. I know, you know, they have other players besides, um, you know, Purdy out there. But I think if it's a sloppy game and the weather's bad, the Eagles win. I think if it's a clean game and the weather's not that concerning, you know, where they stand right now, I think San Fran looks better. But like Tony said, you're talking about a team that made the Super Bowl. This could be their get-right game. This could be the game that they're not looking past. And, like, there's enough bulletin board talk to say, hey, everybody's saying that the Niners are better, the Niners are better. Vegas is saying the Niners are better. Everybody's saying the Niners are better, and we're not playing great football. Maybe they come in and instead of finish the game strong, they start the game strong, and they bring pressure to Purdy. And you got a young kid out there. You know, I'll take Jalen if they have the pressure in a dirty game where there's rain over Brock Purdy. But 
I know that's kind of uh, uh, an answer of both sides here, but I think it's a good test for both teams. I think this game might be the same game they might face in a couple months from now because, you know, Dallas might have the best record or close to the best record when it's all said and done because they have a soft rest of the season and the Eagles got some tough games um, still on their board. But I, if I had a bet on it, I'd probably I'd wait to see what the weather's like. If it's clean, go San Fran. If it's rain, cold, windy, I go Philly. Let me just combat that. The Eagles open as a minus one-and-a-half point favorite. So it was bet to two-and-a-half. So you can say what you want about what Vegas making a line to two-and-a-half. They didn't. Really? So it opened the Eagles as yeah. almost two-point favorite and a flip-flop all the way a five-point oh. swing to San Fran? Yeah. So yeah. it is still something to keep an eye on, right? No, that's, what- that's true. And we'll see where the money comes in later, but obviously the Eagles struggling and trailing at half and having to pull out these wins is not real, you know, appealing it's to the public. Bigger, it's definitely, I would say this, it's a bit, the, the one test for this game, as much as people are going to say it, it's everybody all eyes on Jalen, it's all eyes on Purdy. Like, this is a huge game for Purdy. Like, this is the game that Purdy's got to cement that he's got what it takes to beat a team on a road like Philly, if not, he hasn't been in a game this big, I don't think, you know, leading into it. You know, yeah, even and, though he played playoff games, that this is a big game. Another thing I want to say is Dallas has a really hard schedule. They have Seattle, us, Bills at Bills in December, at Dolphins and Lions home. So I think Dallas, you know, went through their soft stretch now. And the Eagles actually end with Giants, Giants, Cardinals. So okay, Giants, Cardinals, Giants. So it, it, this one's big, but next week's even going to be bigger when the Eagles play the Cowboys. Tony, you spent the most for receivers this week. And and rightfully so. It, it, it's that type of it feels like that type of week. Is there anything else that you would have kind of done if you didn't if you had a choice or did this kind of fall where you wanted? No, nah, it actually kind of fell exactly where I wanted, man. Like I th- I thought the the running backs were a little weak uh this week. I wasn't really sold on a lot of these big money guys. Um, and again, I, I don't even think you need to pay off for a quarterback this week. I mean, if you look at the quarterbacks, I know the audience took Jalen Hurts, but I, I, I don't think I would have paid up this week. I think there was more. I looked at how uh, two under eight grand is a great play. I mean, all these guys kind of fell in the week. And I knew if I was going wide receiver heavy, I had to take a value drop on the quarterback. So looking at that. I had Hal in the book, but you took him. So I kind of flipped a little bit and, and I went to pick it was my second guy. And I wound up trying to, you know, build around that. So I, I it, it actually worked out um, just a little different, but it still worked out for me with zero money on the table. Awesome. Dave, I got que- Dave, I got one question for you before you go. Um, if you don't get Tyreek Hill, right. And you got salary up top, you got McCaffrey against Philly, Keenan versus New England, AJ versus San Fran, Amon Ra, like you said, against a, a tough Saints defense, Eckler versus New England, and then you got Kamara Cup. You know, do you want any of those guys? And if, if you don't get Tyreek, who would be the guy, the second payup guy that you go after? Yeah, it's interesting. I really almost went after Amon Ra, and I, I thought about it. Because I just think, even though they're showing New Orleans with a fifth-ranked defense last week, pass defense, uh, last week they were able to get some passing yards with a bad Ritter. Uh, Lattimore was out. So if he's out again, you know, I do like Amon Ra. But, you know, with that said, I think the safest landing spot for me is probably going to be a guy like what where Tony went with Mike Evans. I think that's a good, good area. We've seen him um, just absorb all the receptions. Then Devontae Smith, he's my next one. I probably – 
He's in my top three this week. And I didn't get there just because I was plugging and playing with some other builds, some other stacks. But Devontae, two straight weeks, 99 yards, then over 100 last week, two straight weeks with a touchdown. San Fran's been letting off some yards to receivers. I think Devontae's in line for a good week. Oh, it's funny, you know, real fast before we get out of here, you know, in regards to what Jason said, you know, I would have, I started because I, I was going with Hal was going to be Waddle and Evans. Like I wanted one of those receivers and I was like, I'm not going to pay off for Tyree kill. But when I started, like begun, got the first pick, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go all in. And, and I took Tyree kill, but I, 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 before the show, I was going Evans Waddle. That was where yeah, I, I was at oh, right in that range. If I had to answer that same question I asked myself, the volume, I would just take the volume. If you're going, you're not, if you don't go Tyreek and you want to pay off for somebody, I would just take the volume out of Keenan. As long as he gets the full green light go, um, Herbert just throwing every single ball to him and he's catching every single ball 14 for 16, 10 for 16, 11 for 14. The matchup's still good. The only chance they have of scoring points is through Keenan Allen. So I didn't go there. Because it's heavy at 9K, but if you don't go Tyreek, I do think I like him better than McCaffrey. Amon Rock could be the next guy up. Uh, but McCaffrey could be heavily used in this game, too, against Philly, man. Like, they need all McCaffrey to win this game, too. So, I think it's a tough spot up top. And I, I felt myself kind of landing more in that mid-range. But I definitely want Tyreek in, in some lineups for sure um, come Sunday. Oh, no doubt. I mean, what's his floor, 20? Like that. I think his, I think his receiving prop was – Right, hovering around 100, like 99, 100 in that range all day today when I was looking earlier. So he's going to be at the top of most people's charts. And you can definitely – I do think you can get there too. Like the passing prop on two is anywhere between 278 and 280. Um, Surprisingly, it's the same thing that happened with Singletary. I was kind of shocked at it. You know, Zach Moss is tied with Christian McCaffrey as the highest rushing prop on the board right now. I was kind of surprised. When I saw that, standing with Singletary a couple weeks back. And um, depending on when you get Tyreek, he's as low as 97.5 right now, and he's high as 105 on points bet. So he's like the only dude over 100 yards receiving. Keenan's two. Amal Ra is like 10 yards behind Keenan at like 80. Keenan at 87. And, and A.J. Brown follows around 80. Um, Waddle, 70. Pittman, 72. So they're all right there. Mike Evans around 62 to 65. So most of the guys we went out there and grabbed are other guys with the highest totals on the board. Yeah, very interesting. It's going to be a, a one of those weeks. Somebody's going to come out of nowhere, and could it be Kenny Pickett? That's the one I'm starting to look at. And I know they're talking Bryce Young in the chat a little bit too. I mean, it is Tampa. It is a bad pass defense, and it is warm weather. You can put that, but he just doesn't throw enough touchdowns. That's the problem yeah. um, with him. So. It's going to be interesting for sure. I still think C.J. Stroud not getting drafted against a, a Denver defense that was bleeding points early in the year. He, he'll he be in play. So it's going to be a lot out there, and I can't wait to talk about it over the weekend with everybody in Discord. And, Tony, why don't you take us out of here? Wait, Tony, one question to... for you. Tony, one question yeah, for you. I'm pretty sure you took my guy last week, and he went off, right? You Did you end up drafting Pacheco last week? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, went yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. Finally, finally, the dude fucking scores a touchdown. I know. That's like, why I said so I, 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 I took your guy. I finally took He was your man cross. I took yeah, him. I had, I had him locked in all lineups. He's like the one guy at price right. And it finally fell his way where they almost got it. To, they got it to the one. I'm like, oh. And then before that, Hilaire got that touch. I'm like, oh, he's going to get stolen again. But Hilaire got stopped and brought Pacheco in and gave it to him. 
Uh, I know. So it's good to see, man. Got the two touchdowns. Um, Casey's in trouble, though, man. Casey is definitely – they don't look that good still, man, to this day. Yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, he, he scored – the two touchdowns he was exactly priced right in the right game in the right script it was perfect that's it's the only time i've ever taken him too so uh shout out to jay for riding them all year and i actually get dicks all got the luck but um for for everybody tuning in we greatly appreciate no we're done a little long tonight but we had some good debates we had some good information so good analytics We, we we keep preaching tools 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 it's what we do you hear the word discord you hear the word tools that's what we do here win daily we give you the tools to win daily to be profitable uh you know i've done shows specifically pulled up our model showed that if you would have hit one prop on our top model you would have paid for your membership for the entire month in one night it happens it's true and again we continue to preach so hop in our discord make sure you go windailysports.com catch all the partners the promos you heard jason talk about chasing numbers right chasing lines well you go to our partner page and we have partners all over that have those best lines if you don't have those accounts you click on there you could join up and you get your free promo so make sure you chase those lines and you get the best number but as always man for the nfl draft cast family for the wind daily family everybody stay safe and stay healthy good luck this weekend and we'll catch you back here next wednesday